0: transitions are a key part of our organization and in any organization or company it can further a culture or it can change a culture either positively or negatively you're listening to the teak nation podcast with donnie aldrich where we strive to educate inspire and entertain you with tips and lessons from frauders and friends of tk thank you for joining us Welcome into this special episode of the Teak Nation Podcast. My name is Donnie Aldrich and excited to have you join us today as we talk about officer transitions. Officer transitions are a key part of our organization and in any organization or company it can further a culture or it can change a culture either positively or negatively depending on how this process plays out. I am someone who likes to share quotes and so I have three quotes as we think about transitions. First, Light precedes every transition, whether at the end of a tunnel, through a crack in the door, or flash of an idea, it is always there heralding a new beginning. That quote is by Teresa Sulky. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten, quote by Tony Robbins. And lastly, change is the law of life, and those who only look to the past or present are certain to miss the future. It's by President John F. Kennedy. The point being, transition's important and how we handle it, how we prepare for it, and what we do pre and post officer elections are key if we want to create or maintain a successful culture. So I want to give some tips in both of those areas and I want to start pre-transition or pre-officer elections. And it might be challenging to believe, but that should start at the beginning of the new officer term or the beginning of the calendar year is is another checkpoint for you. So, First thing that we want to do is we want to set aside time at a general chapter meeting to discuss officer roles. Many times our members look at officer roles and their thought process is only to what they have seen. And as we all know, what you see varies from person to person, how invested you are spending time with that current officer or things that are passed down or shared either in the lunchroom or on campus or even with a volunteer. And so it is key for the group to have a general understanding of the responsibilities of each of the officers duties. And also what are some characteristics of an effective person who sits in that role? Something that I'm going to refer to many times throughout our, our time here today is the officer transition manual. And this is at teak.org resources. It's a phenomenal guide that walks you through the officer transition process and brings to life some of these pieces that I'm going to touch on. So in the officer transition guide, it walks through every single role, the official duties of that role, what an effective person in that role, what characteristics they would have, And then also, the incoming and outgoing person in that role should consider doing the following during the transition. So this, as I said, touches on every single role, which is a great opportunity for you to share that individually. But at that meeting, we want to talk about this is what the preteness does, for instance. This is what an effective preteness should show in what he does day to day. Tip number two, begin observing and cultivating relationships with those people who might be best fits. So if I want to continue to use the example of being a preteness, I want to look at two or three or four individuals who could be the next Preakness, who I see potential in to continue to move the culture or enhance the culture of the chapter. I want to go and spend time with those folks. First, tap them on the shoulder and let them know, I see a lot in you. I believe that you could be an officer, be the Preakness, the leader of this group, either in the next election, maybe it's maybe it's two years from now, maybe it's three years from now, but at least letting that person know, I see that potential. One of two things is going to happen. Either the person might have not seen that in themselves, so their confidence is going to grow, or two, they might say, I'm, I, I'm not interested. And then you can have that discussion about whether they could be a good fit moving forward, whether their interest is only because they don't understand the opportunity, they don't understand the responsibility. Maybe they've overestimated what the responsibilities could be for that role. So that, that conversation is key and leads to tip number three, which is job shadowing. And that is working with those two to four individuals who you see as possibilities for preakness. And we want to do this in every single role, but looking at those folks and letting them spend some time with you and... I don't know necessarily that you want to have those three or four people spending time with you all at once, but finding individual time with those folks to talk about what being a Preakness means. How do you prepare for meetings? What are discussions that you're having offline? How are you interacting with the campus and university? What are responsibilities that you have with the headquarters and building some of those conversations? How about the local volunteers, the board of advisors, the chapter advisor? How are you interacting with all these folks? What are the expectations? What are the communication levels? Those are pieces that, as I transition into that role, if I'm lucky to be elected, I now have an understanding where the starting points are. Too often, people are handed a book or just said, good luck, please give me a call. And unfortunately, that doesn't give that new officer coming in. He spends the first four to six months trying to to figure out all these touch points and find out how he can be successful. We can put him in a position to be successful from day one through this job shadowing. And number four something I just referenced, which is a filing system. Many of our groups use a three-ring binder where they compile and put in important information during their tenure. If you do this over time, you can imagine those three-ring binders become larger and larger, but also are filled with critical decisions, filled with challenges that the chapter had to overcome. They're filled with opportunities that to interact with alumni that might've occurred or events that were put on to raise dollars for philanthropy or be involved on campus that can then be duplicated or dusted off, polished up a little bit and, and made current and, and utilized as a resource to spur on a new event and spur on new energy in the chapter. So those are four things that we want to do in the pre-transition or pre-election. Post-election, we have five tips. One, For our outgoing officers, don't run and hide. Too many times our officers have stepped up into these leadership positions and they've spent a lot of time and a lot of energy and they are ready to hand it off and move on to that next step in their life, whether it be a junior who's going to spend more time on academics or maybe with athletics or just being a general member. It is critical that that person still is engaging with the new officer. It doesn't have to be three times a week. It could be once a week. It could be once every two weeks that that outgoing Preakness has lunch with the current preakness and discusses how's it going so far? What are challenges you're seeing? And and the ability to be able to connect and share. You know what, I went through some of that too. Here here are two things I did. Here are three things I did. Or you should go talk to XYZ person. Those pieces are are critical because that person has lived the life that you are now living. And that experience can be key. As you go down the road and learn that role and go through some of the growing pains. Number two, hold an officer transition retreat. Not enough groups do this. An officer transition retreat, who should be attending that? All incoming officers, all outgoing officers, other folks that we would love to see there, the chapter advisor, the fraternity and sorority life advisor, if that fits, the faculty advisor, the board of advisors, and the Grand Province and province advisors. If those additional advisors can be there, that is phenomenal. But the retreat is, is a chance to grab the folks who just went through this officer leadership team, sit down with the folks who are in the new officer roles, and have some discussions. What are the things we want to be outcomes during that? One is to promote communication. Two, establish goals and objectives. Three, identify and relate the philosophy of the organization the chapter tke 4 transition these new members into their positions 5 encourage the leadership to know and trust one another at a deeper level 6 review the values of tke as well as ritual 7 prepare for recruitment 8 to develop leadership abilities 9 understand risk management procedures and guidelines 10 to set scholastic goals 11 improve alumni involvement and 12, discuss the budget, preparation, and if there are any concerns. All of those pieces that I just listed, if you didn't get a chance to write them as fast as I was saying, are within, again, the officer transition guide that is at teak.org resources. Number three, we want to study other leaders, whether that's through books, whether that's through watching videos, all of us can continue to grow and evolve as leaders. And those resources at times can be internal through some of the discussions we touched on earlier about job shadowing, working with alumni and volunteers, but also what is out there. Who are people who you admire as leaders? Go and study them. Go and learn more about them and do your homework and see what are aspects of what they do that you can take in turn and blend into your leadership style, blend into the things that you are trying to accomplish with your group. Four, utilize the headquarters, volunteers, and campus resources. There are many people who want to help you on your journey, many people who are out there to help, but you do have to ask for that help. Our staff at times, and I would also relay the volunteers and and campus resources, we're like doctors. And you have to go to the doctor and share that something's wrong for us to be able to help. We don't necessarily know that the hegemon needs help on the new member education plan, needs coaching in how to work with new members and get them motivated. We don't know that if that need is not shared with us. But we are always here and ready to help. I know that we have tremendous local volunteers on our campuses. And you would be astonished at the amount of campus resources that are out there, including Talking to other fraternity and sorority leaders. How did they go through leadership transitions? What are their processes? What are things that we can take from the way that they operate and and utilize them in the way that we operate? And five is embrace the opportunity. There is nothing like waking up every day and being on a mission for success, being on a mission towards improving your chapter, improving your colony, and leading. Leadership is a tremendous gift that we have if you're elected into a position to move cultures and to move your organization far further than you could have ever imagined. And you can make that happen by how much you communicate, how much you work, how much you study the craft of leadership, and spending time with your members, spending time with your advisors, spending time with other resources to continue to push you, continue to evolve you in having empathy in in pushing your messaging out, communicating goals, mission, how people can get from step A to step Z. And many times it is on that leader to take very complicated pieces and to simplify them and to share, this is the goal, this is what we want to accomplish, and this is how we're going to get there. And this is how you play a critical role in that, whether you're the preakness or whether you're the general member, or maybe you're a new member who just joined, how can they play a role in your success? It it is the leader spending the time walking all of the members through that and, and ensuring that they have an understanding how they play that critical role that can create that sustained success. But embrace the opportunity of success, embrace the opportunity of leadership, Looking at what we do before we transition into officer elections, and what we do afterwards can really set us up for success and, and help us to create that expectation of excellence. Thank you for joining us on this quick podcast where we talk about officer transitions. Please go to teak.org slash resources to learn more and let our team know here in Indianapolis if we can be part of helping your officer transitions. Thank you.